Escape to Ocean City, Maryland, and discover a place that just feels lighter, where every day feels like Saturday and french fries are a food group, where flip-flops are always in fashion and seafood is always in season, where the boardwalk is bustling and the beach is right outside your door, where you can rise with the tide and feel like a kid again. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com. Good Friday morning, a historic strike now underway. Thousands of auto workers hitting the picket lines overnight. It's September 15th. This is today. Walkout. What we want? No tears. What do we want? No. Members of the United Auto Workers began the first strike ever to hit Detroit's big three at the same time. They drug it out. They waited till the last week. So here we are. This morning, the new deal, the union's demanding how the strike could impact the entire economy and what it means if you're in the market for a new car or even repairs. We're live in Detroit. Indicted, the special prosecutor brings federal gun charges against Hunter Biden weeks after the collapse of his controversial plea deal, the prison time he potentially faces, and the impact on President Biden's campaign. And one-on-one, Kristen Welker with Donald Trump on his legal troubles and his first network interview since leaving office. Surfs up the impact of Hurricane Lee being felt up and down the East Coast this morning. A wet and windy weekend on tap for millions. Al's got the full forecast just ahead. What happened in Vegas? Cyber attacks targeting popular casinos and hotels and causing chaos. Gaming floors brought to a halt. The private information of guests stolen. The FBI now investigating and we'll have the latest. Those stories plus, are we alone? NASA dives into the debate over aliens and UFOs. We don't know what these UAP are. Inside the agency's first major report on the search for extraterrestrial life. Today, Friday, September 15th, 2023. From NBC News, this is Today with Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Cuppy. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza. Hi, everybody. Good morning. Happy Friday. Nice to have you along with us. There's a giant, there seems to be a giant bird in this room. Is that right? Yeah. We're- ah! an eagle? That's ah! Al's eagle impersonation. He's been waiting for this. Oh, I yeah. know. Congrats to your eagles. Good game. Good Thursday game. night football. Everyone wins when there's a good game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly Except the no, Vikings. not true. No, we okay. Well. All right. Meantime, <laughs> we are keeping an eye on Hurricane Lee this morning. Let's take a live look. This is New York's Long Island. The storm stirring up some very rough surf. And just ahead, Al, of course, will be tracking that storm and the impact it'll have on us this weekend. But first, let's get to this breaking news. Overnight, thousands of auto workers in three states walking off the job at the stroke of midnight. And as you can see, they are on the picket lines this morning. Yeah, this is the first ever strike against all three of the big automakers at the same time. And as for the financial toll, according to one estimate, strikes at GM and Ford could alone cost those companies more than $5 billion per week. And for consumers, new car and replacement part availability could be eventually hit. Got two reports for you this morning. Let's start in Detroit with NBC's Jesse Kirsch. Jesse, good morning. 
Savannah, good morning. The UAW says this is unprecedented. Workers walking out on Ford, General Motors and Jeep owner Stellantis all at the same time. The union wants better pay and benefits. Meanwhile, all three automakers have made offers. But I spoke with the UAW president overnight and he tells me he thinks the two sides are not really close. From Missouri to Ohio and into the Detroit suburbs. This morning, the United Auto Workers taking historic action that comes with serious consequences. Overnight, almost 13,000 workers told to walk off the job in what the union calls its first ever strike against all of the big three automakers at the same time. We're just seeking what's fair. We, we help build America. In front of a Ford assembly plant outside Detroit, UAW President Sean Fain joining the picket line overnight. For now, the UAW targeting three assembly plants, one each for General Motors, Ford, and Stellantis. You've got competitors for these big three automakers uh, paying a lot less in some cases for labor than these companies. How can you expect to actually get everything you're asking? Shame on those competitors, number one. All this is, it's a dr- the companies are trying to drive a race to the bottom, and we're better than that. America's better than that. The big three, including the head of Ford, say they want a deal. What they've offered to us is untenable. We can't sustain our company. We'd go bankrupt in a matter of years. That's why we're pleading with the UAW. Ford CEO also warning of potential ripple effects. This could mean that downstream plants and the employees in there may not receive strike funds or even unemployment. It's chaos. Overnight, General Motors writing, we are disappointed by the UAW leadership's actions despite the unprecedented economic package GM put on the table adding we will continue to bargain in good faith. And if strikes linger, car buyers and drivers needing repairs could also eventually feel the impact. How long are you willing to go? As long as we have to. One day more than these companies want to hold out. Workers on strike only get $500 a week from the union, underscoring the risk they are taking with this action. Overnight, we've heard from Stellantis, the company expressing disappointment in the actions taken by UAW leadership. General Motors, whose headquarters we're at right now, also expressing disappointment. Savannah. All right, Jesse Kirsch with the breaking news in Detroit. Thank you. NBC's business reporter Brian Chung joins us now with more on the strike and its impact on you all. First of all, these two guys seem so far apart. The owners are saying, hey, look, we're trying to negotiate. The union saying, no, you're not. I mean, where are they in this whole strike right now? Yeah, and for what it's worth, there were offers that were put on the table by both sides. Yeah. So there have been conversations in the lead up to the deadline. Ultimately, now that there is a strike, the question is, can those con- uh, discussions continue again? For what it's worth, the chasm is still wide. A big part of this story is the wages, right? Yeah. That union's asking for 46% in pay wages compounded over the next four years. The best offer that the UAW disclosed was 20%. So that numerically right there shows you just how far apart they are. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, when you look at it, on the one hand, the, the workers are saying, look, the, the CEOs are making billions. Mm-hmm. The companies are extremely profitable. So we want to partake in that. On the other hand, the companies are saying these union workers are already getting paid much more than non-union workers at four and auto companies, we got to stay competitive and invest in the future. Yeah. And Ford, which employs the most amount of UAW workers, said last night when it looked like the 
deals are essentially not going to be on the table, that this is going to hurt their competitiveness when you look at other U.S. manufacturers that are from foreign brands. Think of Toyota, for example. They're building in the United States with non-union labor that is cheaper compared to what Ford has to employ. But again, for these American auto workers, they're saying a lot of us have been here for 10 years in some cases, having to fight for that much time just to make it up to a $30, $31, $32 an hour wage rate. So they say it's only fair if we get some of those profits. All right. All right. Brian Chung. Brian, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Another big story this morning centers around Hunter Biden, the president's son, indicted on federal gun charges that carry possible prison time. This is just months after the collapse of a plea deal with prosecutors that would have kept him out of prison. We've got complete coverage, including the impact on the president's reelection campaign. Let's start with NBC's senior legal correspondent, Laura Jarrett. Laura, good morning. Hey, Savannah, good morning to you. The special counsel in Delaware is sticking to his pledge to indict Hunter Biden by the end of this month. But there are plenty of questions this morning about whether there are more charges still left to come here. This morning, less than two months after his plea deal collapsed, the president's son now fighting criminal charges in the midst of his father's reelection bid. A federal grand jury indicting Hunter Biden on three felony counts, accused of lying about his drug use when he bought a gun back in 2018. Those allegations, the same ones he stood ready to admit over the summer, which would have allowed him to avoid prison time. This office has never brought a charge like this against anybody. Hunter owned an unloaded gun for 11 days. But the deal unraveled after a judge questioned it, and Biden's legal team now calls the charges a result of partisan interference, accusing special counsel David Weiss of bending to political pressure. If the Republicans yell loud enough, at some point it actually cracks through and people believe it. While some Republicans on the Hill say they hope this is just the beginning. That was an easy charge. And remain focused on their own investigations related to Hunter Biden's foreign business dealings. You have to follow the money. Does it lead back to the White House? Does it lead back to Joe Biden? And we don't know the answers to that. No official word from the White House on the indictment, but the president has defended his son in the past, saying in an interview last year he believed people would understand his son's struggles with addiction. This thing about a gun, I didn't know anything about it, but turns out that when he made my application to purchase a, a gun. What happened was he stayed, I guess you get asked, I don't guess, you get asked the question, are you on drugs, you use drugs? He said no. Special Counsel Weiss only releasing a paper statement, staying mum about the charges when pressed by NBC News. But a spokesperson for the Special Counsel's office says the investigation continues. All right, Laura. So, and we've got Kristen Welker here, our uh, new moderator of Meet the Press, <laughs> who just sat down with Donald Trump. We'll talk about that in a moment. But Laura, I mean, the original plea deal had tax charges right. in it as well. It broke down over uh, the prosecutor wanting to have the option to file even further charges. So are there more charges coming than these gun charges we saw? Certainly the tax issues, I think, are still a live wire out there. And the special counsel has signaled if he was going to file those charges, he has to do it in the place where the income was earned. So that would not be in Delaware. We might see that in the District of Columbia. We might see that in California. And remember, they're still racing against a ticking clock here, guys, because they have to charge within a certain amount of time. And that's supposed to expire next month. And so that's why you could see this pretty quickly come together. How are Republicans reacting? Because they didn't like the plea deal. What did they think of these charges. It's so interesting, Savannah. They are pouncing on exactly what you're saying. The fact that this relates to gun charges. They're saying, where's the link to President Biden? Of course, they've launched this impeachment inquiry on Capitol Hill to determine if there's any link between Hunter Biden and
President Biden's business dealings. So far, no evidence of that. But that's really what they're seizing on. Politically, this is a challenge for the president. Not the headline the White House wants to see, certainly because they thought this was going to go away over the summer. And it does wind up potentially being a boon for former President Trump, who also echoed what we heard from Republicans. Where are the other charges? So we'll have to see if more comes. Yeah, plea deal not likely anymore. So this, right. the specter of this heading to trial in the height of a presidential campaign concerning Hunter's father, um, let's talk about the, your interview with the former president. He talked about some of his legal troubles. Let's roll uh, what he had to say about the classified documents case mm -hmm. in Florida. I want to ask you about the case related to Mar-a-Lago. A new charge suggests you asked a staffer to delete security camera footage so it wouldn't get into the hands of investigators. Did it's you do false. that? It's false. false. But let me tell you what Would else. you testify to that under oath? I'm going to testify to that. testify to that under oath? It's a fake okay. charge by this deranged lunatic uh, prosecutor who lost in the Supreme Court nine to nothing, and he tried to destroy lots of lives. Uh, he's a lunatic. So it's a fake charge. But more importantly, the tapes weren't deleted. In other words, there was nothing done to him. And they were my tapes. I could have fought them. I, I didn't even have to give them the tapes, I don't think. I think I would have won in court. When they asked for the tapes, I said, sure, they're my tapes. I could have fought them. I didn't even have to give them. Just so you understand, though, we didn't delete anything. Nothing was deleted. So that's false. The people who testified. Well, number one, false. the statement is false. Much more importantly, when the tapes came and everybody says this, they weren't deleted. We gave them 100 percent. Well, just to be clear, the allegation is not that they were deleted. The allegation is that he asked for them to be deleted. Exactly. And what is so notable is that he says, yes, I will testify under oath. Now, the question is, will he really do that? This gets to the heart of the obstruction piece of this, Savannah, this very serious set of charges that he's facing. He'll have to determine that with his attorneys. Notably, though, I asked him big picture, look, you are facing these four indictments, 91 felony charges, do you worry about going to jail? He says he really doesn't. He says he's wired differently. So a lot of revealing moments in okay. this conversation. Well, you can see more of Kristen Welker's exclusive <laughs> interview with Donald Trump as she debuts as moderator of Meet the Press. We should note the same invitation to sit down with Kristen has been extended to President Biden so far not accepted. Yes. All right. Ladies, thank you. I think you're on Meet the Press too, Laura, yes, aren't I you? Never miss it's a powerhouse <laughs> if it's wow. Sunday. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. All right, guys, uh, more than two dozen people were hurt yesterday when a large tent collapsed on top of them. It happened at an employee appreciation event near Chicago. Twenty six people were taken to the hospital, five of them listed in serious condition. There's no word yet this morning on what caused that tent to collapse. Contract talks over Hollywood's writer's strike are set to resume next week. The alliance that represents the studios and streaming services says it has reached out to the Writers Guild of America this week and the two sides agreed to resume negotiations in the coming days. Writers have been on strike for four and a half months over issues including pay, job security and regulating the use of artificial intelligence. Separately, though, there does not appear to be any movement in the the ongoing actors strike that strike started in july 7 14 a lot more to get to we say good morning to craig yes craig, good morning. friday morning hoda savannah good morning to you as well we have been uh tracking hurricane lee all week now and now coastal areas up and down the east coast are feeling the impact the massive storm churning up high surf set to bring rain and high winds to the northeast throughout the weekend 
Mr. Roker has been quite busy tracking all of it and your weekend forecast. How's it looking right now, buddy? Well, the good news is it is starting to weaken a little bit, and hopefully we're seeing maybe a little diminution in the the actual effects of this storm. Here's its latest position. A Category 1 storm, 490 miles south-southeast of Nantucket, Massachusetts, 85-mile-per-hour winds. It's starting to pick up forward speed, moving north at 16 miles per hour. We have tropical storm warnings from Westport, Connecticut, all the way up to Bangor, Maine. We've got uh, hurricane watches from Stonington to Eastport. That area of hurricane watches has shrunk a little bit. So here's what we expect as far as the effects of it. By Saturday morning, early 3 a.m., 85 miles per hour, increasing rain and wind along the New England coastline. And then as we move tomorrow into Sunday morning, the greatest impacts are going to be mostly eastern, down east Maine on into Canada. By Saturday, it's a, a remnant low. We look at these wind gusts, not quite quite as strong as we were thinking yesterday, but still wind gust of 46 miles per hour in Boston, Portland, 50, almost 60 in Bar Harbor. We're looking at Montauk, 40 mile per hour winds. Storm surges a little bit lower than we thought, but still they're going to be large breaking waves, rip currents, flooding of low lying areas. And we're looking at heavy rain in down East Maine. Some areas could see five inches or more, but what we are going to be watching basically uh, rip currents and rough surf from mid the mid-Atlantic all the way into New England, guys. So it will have impacts, but hopefully not as bad as we were uh, looking at earlier. And that is your latest weather, guys. Mr. Roker, thank you. Coming up, the FBI investigating a new cyber attack targeting another Las Vegas hotel and casino inside the chaos that has caused. Plus, a very important group now diving into that age-old debate. Are we alone in the universe? Nope. This morning, why NASA is getting very serious. What's that? About the search. <laughs> that's that's, had that's, yeah, alien life. Uh, that was found. That was that's, E.T. after a big night. But first, this is today. It's like an alien. I love how you presented it as fact. Yeah, like that body was. A, <laughs> it was. What was it? Escape to Ocean City, Maryland and discover a place that just feels lighter. Where every day feels like Saturday and french fries are a food group. Where flip-flops are always in fashion and seafood is always in season. Where the boardwalk is bustling and the beach is right outside your door. Where you can rise with the tide and feel like a kid again. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Uh, we do start this half hour with a, a string of cyber attacks causing chaos in Las Vegas. Yes, Caesars is now confirming it's the second casino to be breached by hackers this week. These attacks are impacting popular hotels and casinos and compromising sensitive guest data. NBC national correspondent Miguel Almaguer joins us now with details. Hey, Miguel, good morning. Hey guys, good morning. Caesars reportedly paid millions in ransom to hackers to protect that data. Even so, it says the breach may have exposed the private information for an unconfirmed number of guests. Losing big. This morning, Caesars, the casino giant, confirming its fallen victim to a massive cyber attack. With hackers breaching their firewalls, they say the digital crooks hijack critical data, including social security and driver's license numbers, for customers who signed up for its loyalty program. Sources familiar with the matter tell CNBC the criminal cyber group demanded a $30 million ransom before the casino paid half of it. Why is that data so important? Because that data can be used by people that like to commit identity theft, to open new credit cards, to get driver's license, to get social security cards, to open a mortgage, to take out loans. Confirming the sensitive breach to the Securities and Exchange Commission, Caesars Entertainment writing in part, we have taken steps to ensure that the stolen data is deleted by the unauthorized actor, although we cannot guarantee this result. Caesars is one of at least two major hotels attacked by hackers. Just down the Vegas Strip at the MGM, slot machines suddenly went down this week and guests waited hours to check into rooms. It just throughout the day got worse and worse and worse. This has to be costing MGM millions of dollars an hour. With MGM saying they are working diligently to resolve our cybersecurity issue, the Vegas breach even affecting one famous duo, Amy Poehler and Maya Rudolph, making the best of it. But as customers are reeling, the FBI is investigating if both attacks were coordinated by the same group and whether customer data from MGM has also been compromised. We don't encourage people to pay ransoms just simply because ransomware groups are not trustworthy. But because data is so sensitive and so valuable, oftentimes organizations have no choice. This morning, a big gamble to protect stolen data. But it appears luck has run out for two major casinos. All right, Miguel, so we know that the customer data has been compromised. But what did they do with it? Has it been leaked? Have they sold that information? We don't know quite yet how the FBI is investigating just that. They're also probing to see if the hackers are a group that's based here in the United States or somewhere overseas. We've reached out to both casinos to see exactly how much personal data may have been lost. We have not yet heard back on specifics. Guys, back to you. Miguel, 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 thank you. All right, just ahead here, the new trailer giving us some, some 90s nostalgia. Kelsey Grammer back in his most famous role. Carson's got that and more coming up in Pop Start. But first, NASA's getting pretty serious about the search for alien life and when we have ufos to discuss there's only one earthling who can do the story right Gotti? Yeah, that's right the hunt is on for ufos and it's not just the pentagon not just lawmakers trying to get to the bottom of this but nasa is stepping into the fray as well we're going to have exactly how coming up Now, 738 with In-Depth Today, and a question being asked more and more these days, are there aliens among us? 
Congress and the military are looking into it. Now NASA is taking a closer look, too. Dottie Schwartz has been taking a closer look for several years now. He's here <laughs> in the studio with this particular part of the story. Hey, buddy. Hey, guys. Yeah, it has been a very weird week in the UFO world. Weirder than most with some very incredible claims you've probably seen being made about ancient alien mummies making the rounds. We're going to dive into all that in just a second. But first and most importantly, we now have NASA scientists promising they are taking the hunt for UFOs very seriously, and they just released a report on how they are starting to separate science from fiction. Whether you're a believer or not, the question of aliens on Earth is here and now. NASA, the agency most associated with space exploration, has entered the UFO fray. I personally believe in a universe that is so vast that could there be a replication of life on Earth elsewhere? Of course I believe that. The agency, releasing a 36-page report Thursday on Unidentified Anomalous Phenomena, or UAP, their conclusion, there's no proof aliens exist, but they might. NASA saying UAP presents a unique scientific opportunity in that the agency should play an essential role in studying the subject. That report coming directly on the heels of a sensational revelation in Mexico. No estamos solos en este vasto universo. Supposed ancient alien bodies. Jaime Mausan, a self-described UFOologist, revealing two figures to the Mexican Congress claiming they were not of this earth. Mausan has made unfounded claims in the past that turned out to be hoaxes. So in the world of UFO and UAP experts, there's some skepticism. This past July, former intelligence officer Major David Grush testified in front of Congress that the U.S. is concealing a long-standing UFO program. I was informed in the course of my official duties of a multi-decade UAP crash retrieval and reverse engineering program. The Pentagon's UFO office has denied Grush's claims, but lawmakers are looking for answers. Do you believe UAPs pose a potential threat to our national security? Yes. All of this talk of what else might be out there is reducing the UFO stigma. More folks are coming forward, including New York Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers, who recently talked about a UFO encounter he says he had years ago on the show Hard Knocks. The truth is somewhere out there. Now it's official. NASA is on the case, too. I mean, it's just so fascinating, Gotti, the speed mm-hmm. with which so many people seem to have even embraced the possibility that something might be out there. But now that NASA has gotten involved, what other what other research could we see? Uh, so this is the best part. And if you would tell me that, like, we'd be talking about this on the Today Show 10 years ago, I'd be like, no way. But NASA is now talking about using AI, artificial intelligence, to scan the skies. We've got so much of the globe covered in satellite images and sensors, but we haven't had the processing power to look at that stuff. Mm-hmm. Now we've got artificial intelligence. So NASA using artificial intelligence to look for UFOs. I mean, what a time to be alive, That's right? Crazy. Artificial intelligence, extraterrestrial intelligence. There's a lot going, a lot going on. on. You can't say alien Just a bunch without of an AI, AI right? There you go. To be clear, that little weird thing they had down in Mexico, we, we don't necessarily... I mean, nah, it doesn't look legit. However, they did upload the DNA sequence of that to have scientists look at it. So okay. you never know. You never we'll know. see. Oh, thank, thank you, Yachty. Thank from, you. From, from AI to AL. <laughs> you know, when you look at AI, it looks like you're spelling out. Uh, yes, yeah. there you go. Okay. <laughs> Only when you look at it. 
Not true. <laughs> yes, it's true. Anyway, let's uh, look at here's something to better look at Montauk. Uh, and you can see the sea is kind of rough right now. This is the precursor of, of course, Hurricane Lee making its way up the coast. And we can already see on the satellite imagery some showers starting to fire up just offshore from New York, Nantucket and into Halifax as well. We'll be watching that very closely. Again, Lee, 490 miles south, southeast of Nantucket, moving north at 16. Cooler September highs felt like fall this morning when we stepped outside. 70 in Boston for a high. That's below average. Buffalo down by about uh, one degree. Cincinnati, 78. Baltimore, 78 degrees. And for our friends in Texas, we got a lot of heavy showers and thunderstorms firing up. Risk of severe weather from New Mexico into central south central Texas with wind gusts of up to 60 miles per hour, some damaging hail, and some heavier rainfall rates in southern Texas from Del Rio to Laredo, anywhere from one to two inches per hour. And that is your latest weather, guys. All right, Al. Thank you. All right, coming up, football's back, and so it's Friday morning lights. High schoolers, oh, they're ready. Illinois is ready for the big game. We'll tell you where this town is right after this. Welcome back. Carson is here. All right, guys, it is that time again. We get to kick off one of our favorite fall series, Friday morning lights. We loved it so much last year. We brought it back this season. So every week we're going to feature a different high school from all across the country and they're getting ready for their big game on Friday night. So who's first up? Let's go to Quincy High School in Quincy, Illinois. We got Coach Rick Little leads the Blue Devils and standing by with him is Brendan Reedy from our affiliate WGEM. Guys, good morning. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having us. We're in Quincy, Illinois at Flynn Memorial Stadium. Everyone's amped up, ready to go for the big game today. (laughs) The coffee is definitely flowing out here in the Gem City. (laughs) They're really really pumped up. I'm joined now by head coach Rick Little. And coach, what's it like having all this community support behind you guys? Yeah, this is Quincy. Uh, This is Quincy. I'm extremely proud to be from here. Obviously, great uh, uh, student body, uh, uh, great community, uh, support our schools, support our student athletes, all of our extra curriculars so extremely proud to be from here and coach this is arguably the most talented team in school history what makes this team so special yeah you know we got a lot of work to do for sure but uh yeah we, we can beat you in so many ways a lot of talented individuals on offense defense special teams uh the, these guys fight they battle they claw they scratch they overcome adversity and uh you got a big one here tonight and how special is it that your son is a starting quarterback on this team and on this journey with you yeah you know i think that as a coach you know you treat all the players as your sons that's how we treat this thing but yeah we got a talented uh offense he leads it but he'll tell you he's got a talented group of receivers a great offensive line an outstanding defense and a, and a, a special group of special teams guys so uh yeah we're gonna put that on display tonight and we're ready to go i'm gonna send it over to that back in new york yeah let's go blue devils all right Here, let's it. go let's go blue devils <laughs> um, by the way if you would like to nominate your school for friday morning lights just go to uh, our website, today.com. Mm. All right. Oh, very we're good. ready. See Blue Devils. I, I got them bet- going big tonight. <laughs> I'm betting the farm on them tonight. <laughs> oh, look out. Don't cover. Don't cover. Uh, yes. Guys, you know who's in the house? Who? My buddy Diddy is here. You just saw him at the VMAs. Yeah. Oh, Icon Award. He's got his first solo album in 17 years. So much to chat about with the hip-hop legend. We'll do it. Escape to Ocean City, Maryland, and discover a place that just feels lighter. Every day feels like Saturday, and French fries are a food group. Where flip-flops are always in fashion, and seafood is always in season. Where the boardwalk is bustling, and the beach is right outside your door. Where you can rise with the tide, and feel like a kid again. 
Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com.